Again, I want to welcome everybody here to our Lady of Wisdom, particularly family and friends of our catechumens and candidates. What I want to do today is something a little different. I want to approach today's gospel, which discusses the parable of the talents, but from a little different perspective, sort of imagining what it would be like if we saw those stewards take the talents that they had been given and instead of investing it and using it for the greater good of their master, instead to use it like the prodigal son did, to go take what they've been given and squander it on sin, on lives of perversion, of lives of self-destruction and self-satisfaction. I thought about that because I think in the minds of a lot of people may seem like a lot of individuals, particularly the leaders in the church today, have done exactly that. Given the faith, been given authority, been given so much stuff, and the priests with their abuse that has happened throughout the past several decades, the bishops, even the cardinals of the church, some participating in the same type of behavior than using their own power to cover their behinds, or neglecting to do anything and continuing to perpetuate their own authority. But even lay people who have been given power and authority, using it for their own ends, not respecting the rules and the guidance of the church. And so I see, and understandably, many individuals within the church, many Catholics who ask themselves, why do I stay in the church? With all of this foolishness that is going on, all of this sin at the highest levels of the church, why am I in the church? And you can add it on to see the attitude of our secular society, of the media, of the intelligentsia over the course, particularly the past 50 years, promoting atheism, secularism, anti-Christian attitudes, makes it very difficult even outside of the church and within the church to be able to give a satisfactory answer. Why don't we just give up to follow Jesus by ourselves or just give up the endeavor of faith? And it's a difficult question we ask, but I realized as I prepared for today's Mass, this rite of welcome and acceptance, here you are. None of you are members of the church, but yet you want to come in. You want to become Catholics, baptized. You want to become Catholics in a full communion with the church. It seems insane. It seems crazy. Why at this period of time, when it seems that the church is falling down around us, that these individuals want to come into what many would see as a sinking ship? So I thought of that, realizing that I can't give the answer for each one of you if I was in your position. And if I was one considering, contemplating, entering the church, how would I answer it? How would I answer it? And so, as you might imagine, I came up with three answers. Three things <laughs> that I came in my mind of why I would come into the church. 
The first is this, that I realize, and maybe I do have the advantage of being a priest and being grown up Catholic all my life, that the church is more than its people. Particularly, it's more than its hierarchy. Yeah, we have bishops, we have priests, and we have them doing some terrible things, but I know enough of the history of the church to realize, oh boy, terrible things have happened a lot. And the church is more than the individuals. Particularly, it's more than those who have been given authority. In the same way, we can look at our politicians. We've got a lot of corrupt politicians, a lot of self-serving politicians. Very easy to fall into cynicism, but we don't give up the endeavor of government. We say we're going to continue persisting because we have hope that the American project is still valid we can still repair it. We can still move forward. We don't toss the baby out with the bathwater. So why do we do that with the church? We do it with no other institution. And so I don't think we should do it with the church. We can't lose hope. That's the first reason. Number two, and it's something, and I've realized, and again, maybe if I wasn't a Catholic priest, I wouldn't realize it. The church is so much more than an institution. It's so much more than some sort of bureaucracy plodding along at a snail's pace. The church is the mystical body of Christ. The church is connected to Jesus in a very unique, real way. The church is actually more than a thing. The church is a person embodied in the Blessed Virgin Mary, the ideal that maybe we strive for but she's more than brick and mortar. She's more than just an organizational structure. And that if we have a spiritual outlook, we're going to be able to see the true nature of the church as the body of Christ, as the bride of Christ, beyond the fallen, imperfect structure that we often encounter on earth. And third and finally, uh, Again, probably not surprising, I'm going to quote Cardinal Ratzinger in an essay that I've come back to many times over the years. He wrote it in the late 60s called, Why Am I Still in the Church? Responding to a lot of the chaos that was happening there after Vatican II. And he sort of sums it up in a way, as Ratzinger tends to do in a very concise way that I don't think many other people could, that really gets to the heart of the reason that I think I would want to come into the church. He says, quote, it is the church, despite all the human foibles of the people in her, or despite of the sin and maliciousness of the people that we have seen in her, who gives us Jesus Christ, the church that gives us Jesus Christ, and only through her can we receive him as a living authoritative reality that summons and endows us, endows me, here and now. End quote. And so, yeah, he brings up this incarnational principle. The church makes Jesus real in the body, in the hierarchy, in us who are baptized Christians. It concretizes the church. It gives us the sacraments. The Christ isn't just some sort of a mystical reality in heaven. But more importantly, particularly for me, it's this authoritative nature the summons, the call to holiness, because it's something I would not want. I don't want anyone telling me what to do. 
I like a nice Jesus who's up there and praying for me and being good, but who ultimately never puts demands on me. That's what I would like. But then again, when I realize that the church is what I would like, it's probably not the real thing. But instead, here's the church saying, I'm telling you what Jesus wants for you. I'm asking you and I'm calling you to obedience in the same way that Christ was obedient even to the point of suffering. The church brings us Christ, and the church is something outside of myself or outside of my own wishes and desires that would make the church fashioned in my image and Jesus fashioned in my image than rather in the image of the Father. But the truth is, I cannot answer this question for any of you, for none of you. Maybe you'll say, Father, I'm going to steal your answer. Fine, that's okay if you want to. And I can't answer the question for anybody else why they remain in the church. But I think it's something very, very important for us, particularly at this juncture of history in the church, that we have got to have an answer. Much more than, well, I was brought up this way. Or, well, I saw some friends doing it. I thought I'd do it. To have a real answer of why I remain in the church or why I am coming into the church, particularly for y'all, particularly for the catechists, catechumens and candidates, because boy, oh boy, it's a powerful witness. It's a powerful witness to others. To see at this difficult time, a time of darkness and trial, you're choosing to come in. And so imagine, even before you're baptized, even before you become a full member of the church, with that witness, with your answer, you might actually be able to bring others to Christ, to bring able to bring others to the church, the fullness of the truth, the fullness of the sacraments, and an encounter with Christ through his body on earth. Amen.